Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to another exciting episode of Between the Lines. I'm your host, IBK. We have a great show packed today. And we also have a full house. Lisa, Ramsey, Uluashegun, AY, and myself. We're here. We've got a lot of things to talk about. We're going to be talking about the league games. My touch on what's happening with Formula One. Rogers got sacked today. We're going to touch in on night. You've had tons of managers already have been sacked in the Premier League. What's going on? We'll talk, touch on that as well. Um, we might touch on what's uh, what's happening in the in, in the NBA. It's a photo finish for all the teams trying to qualify for playoffs, playing. You know, we have a we have, we have a packed show today. So let me start with you, Ay. What's up? Oh uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's been a you know an eventful weekend. You know, lots of um, football, Formula One, basketball. Uh, Anthony Joshua had a fight yes uh, last night. So man, we have we have a lot to touch on here. Yeah. Ramsey. Yeah, it's good to be here again. Um, Hello, guys. Uh, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. Yeah, it's been an amazing weekend. Arsenal won. Uh, the fatigue FC, uh, they lost as usual. I don't think they've picked a point since uh, they went to Anfield. Uh, okay, okay. The Jill Southampton, that was a big result for them. Uh, underdogs. And we didn't, we didn't be Betis, right? Oh, you're not. You haven't won the Premier League games since February. Oh, oh, Did you know that? Beat Okay, that's why you have many points. I, 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 it's been an amazing weekend. Uh, uh, my condolences to the people from Old Trafford. Uh, they don't even know how to celebrate a win anymore. They've not won in a very long period of time. We didn't die now. Why did they, con- why did they give us condolences? We didn't die. Uh, you, sound, you, sound, you sound really pain. Yeah. Love and light, sis. Uh, okay, guys, let's just get into it. All right. Lisa, what's up? Um, good evening. I'm fine. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, it's been a good weekend. Like you guys have been. Are you seen. I'm fine. Are you I'm sure? Just, I'm just glad that you can talk to me. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just glad that you know the Premier League is back and all the other leagues as well. Like it was, it was last weekend was actually very boring. So I'm, I'm really, really glad. Regardless of the fact that we lost, I'm still glad that you know. The league is back. Yeah. Okay. Hello, Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, good football. Uh, football weekend. And currently, as we're recording, I'm, I'm watching the, the Napoli game. Uh, they just started the game. So, yeah, just a, a good way to round up the the weekend of football. All right. Please, please, Ola run through the results. <laughs> yeah. So, I'll start from Friday. Just post... Uh, Post internationals, or rather, well, there were, there were no Premier League games on Friday, so let me just start from Saturday. Um, Manchester City beat Liverpool 4 1, that was the, 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 the weekend kickoff. I mean, very good results there for, for Manchester City, four for, from Liverpool. Uh, Arsenal beat Leeds with the same scoreline 4 1. Um, Brighton and Brentford played a crack, cracking game 3 3. Uh, Crystal Palace beat Leicester City 2 1. Roy Hodgson coming back at 70-something years of age and leading to the, the sacking of uh, Brendan Rodgers, which I think we'll get into. Chelsea lost 2-0 to, to Aston Villa at home at Stamford Bridge. Very uh, poor results for them. 
And then moving on to, to today's results, uh, United played against Newcastle. United, well, Manchester United lost against Newcastle 2 0. And uh, yeah, let me just touch on the, the Real Madrid results. I was just watching the highlights just before we started recording. They beat Real via the lead 6 uh, 0, something like that. Uh, um, Benzema got a hat trick. Uh, Rodrigo scored one and Eden Hazard played for the first time since I think September or something like that so good to see him back on the pitch and yeah that's that's just been the roundup of, of results Elche also played against Barcelona Barcelona won what about Bayern 4-0 yeah I was, I was just going to say as, as well in the Der Classica Bayern beat Dortmund 4-2 very good results for them it's funny because like it, I, I saw the I saw the highlight there was one like huge mistake from the from the Dortmund keeper and I think he even had two mistakes in the game or something like that. And it was like <laughs> after that, it was I mean it was it was done for them. Very unfortunate for for Dortmund in that regard. But yeah, that's that's been the games. And then right now, as I just mentioned, Napoli is playing against uh, um, Milan at Napoli Stadium, hoping to extend their lead. Or which keep of their the lead. Na- which of the Milans? Sorry, uh, AC. I think oh. for Inter, you, you say Inter and then these guys, you say Milan. Uh, you, say, you say Milan, so Yeah, but anyways, Napoli is playing against AC Milan. And uh, yeah, looking to, to keep their league at the top of the Serie A table. Okay, let's start with let's start with the marquee game of the weekend in the Premier League. Liverpool-Man City. Oh, Man City-Liverpool. Um, yeah, it was 4-1. Liverpool scored first. But one thing I want to just add is... Um, Pep's ability to be innovative and to find solutions. He's had, he's always had tons of players per position. But one thing I've liked about him, even using this season, is his ability to be able to solve problems. Against 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 them, Arsenal, he went with the back three. He played Bernardo Silva almost like a left back kind of wing back. And you know they had the lowest possession they've had under Pep, about 35, 36 percent, and they were able to win comfortably. Yes, you can say, yeah, they, um, Arsenal made mistakes and everything, but they forced them to make those mistakes. And and then yesterday, yeah, yeah, yesterday the Liverpool, Man, the Man City Liverpool game, you could see his pattern bringing John Stones to play almost like a central midfielder. Yes, he was playing as an inverted fullback, and then John Stones just. You know, there was he used class, bringing in Gundogan to play, starting Jonel Alvarez because um, Haaland wasn't fully fit, and they ran riots over <laughs> Liverpool. And Liverpool have had one style for the last couple of seasons. They've been found out. Yes, the players have gotten older, but I, but but to an extent, I I blame Klopp for not finding solutions to mitigate their um, um, the loss of form, of course, personnel, injuries and stuff. You know, I, I just blame him. I blame him a, a little more than even even the um, the people above him, the sporting director and what have you. He, as a manager, needs to find solutions. Like I mentioned the other time, why play Trent and... Why play Trent on one side and Van Dijk on the other side? If Van Dijk is supposed to be your best defender, why not swap them and play Van Dijk as your right center half instead of your left center half? You know, those little, little things. Of course, Van Dijk has become a a shadow of himself since after that injury and he hasn't gotten back to the almost 
flawless performance that he used to have. You know, of course, the Premier League hyped him more than what he really is. I think he's, he has been a great defender for two, three seasons. He was never a legendary defender to me. You know, um, let me start with you, AY. Your take on this game. Yeah, on the, the Liverpool City game, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know how we're surprised. I mean, the only reason why we, you know, perhaps somehow feel Liverpool had a chance in this game is because they beat United 7 Liverpool have been so poor all season. I I always felt if Pep came out with, you know, a solid game plan, then Liverpool would have no chance. Uh, that's why the moment I saw the team sheet and I saw Akonji, I was a bit scared. And <laughs> uh, within 17 minutes, my fears were, you know, were <laughs> founded. Uh, when he allowed um, he allowed himself to be outmuscled by uh, Jota first playing Jota on and then dumb enough not to tackle Jota before he got into the box and then dumb enough to allow Jota who is what 5 foot 7 to turn him and you know get, gets around the ball to get the goal so with that, that's our country uh, eventually City recovered from that and you know when you have a striker like um, Alvarez Alvarez reminds me of uh, Chikarito United's Chikarito even if Chikarito is on the bench for five games six six games the form is there like when he plays he's gonna get a goal if you feed him that's how Alvarez is and that's why anytime I hear okay I'll Alan is not going to play Alvarez. Going to play. I still have that you know, fear in me that he's going to get a goal if he gets it, if he gets an opportunity because it's that kind of strike already. Uh, and of course, the Buena deserved the goal. He also scored. Uh, then Grealish, Grealish just just ran. He taught Liverpool, you know, a huge lesson yesterday. Uh, they just exploited Trent Alexander-Arnold's uh, uh, obvious deficiencies yesterday and Liverpool were punished really uh, Liverpool have no they have no say in anything this season really to be frank uh, of course I hope they they're able to get something off Arsenal uh, in the next couple of days but I, I don't I don't think that would happen either I was telling a friend earlier that I don't expect Liverpool to get points against Arsenal but let's wait and see Uh, okay, um, Ola Shagun, your take on that game? Yeah, I mean, like, <clears throat> excuse me, like, uh, uh, like Ewa said, I think Liverpool were were heavy underdogs for this game. It was it was more like, uh, yeah, people were expecting Liverpool to do anything. It was more from the camp of Arsenal, kind of hoping that okay, this is this is a big game, and uh, Liverpool have you know I, I mean over the season I think they've, they've, they've had good big games they played against uh, Man, Man City earlier I think they won against Man City earlier in the season uh, obviously they had the results against United so it was like okay they could you know kind of uh, raise their level for, for this game but I think 
after the first half, after like the 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 goal went in, it was like okay, this is this is a good start. But after that, I think Liverpool suffered with just they, they couldn't keep up with um with with um with Man City, especially Gundogan and and De Bruyne. And I think that's what even Pep mentioned it in the game, like in his in his uh, post match um the, the one that he do just after the game when he was standing, it was like yeah, they just put those guys. KDB and and uh, Gundogan, those two aids, just to kind of find space and and wreck wreck havoc, and that that kind of you know with with Liverpool's slow ass you know midfielders, they just want to able to keep up with them, and then obviously you now supplement that with Grealish, you know running time and time against against uh, against a very very poor trend. It was always going to be a recipe for disaster. So yeah, I mean like it, it, at the end of the day, it was a pretty easy result for 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 Man City, but. I think over over the duration of the season, we've seen that Liverpool are not are not a, are not a good side, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's disappointing for for them, and I think for their top four hopes really. Um, they 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 really got to like. It's funny because like obviously they're still like talking about they they need to get Europa League or or at maybe Champions League, but sometimes when you have like these kind of seasons, it's, it's almost maybe better to. Um, not get any European competition just to say okay we're just gonna try and rebuild and start again from scratch without having the the, the problems of 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 traveling obviously you want the money that comes in European competition but sometimes it's just better to yeah to start from scratch but yeah we'll, we'll see where, where they finish at the end of the season and where they can where they, where they are um where they land next season so um Arsenal after list after seeing that Man City went four one, beat um, Liverpool four one, you know, I'm sure was there a bit of trepidation, was there a bit of but no. Because that game was balanced and then one thing we've learned about Arsenal this season, any if they get to score first, there's almost always this calmness about the performance. And before you know it, all the guard starts finding spaces. And Jesus right now starts finding spaces. Trossard starts finding spaces in crowded areas. And before you know it, it's 3 0 up. Of course, the Achilles heel is that they just can't keep a clean sheet in Emirates. And that goal was just uh, that goal was just like a Jessica. And Odegaard finds Xhaka for the fourth goal. And Tesus has a very good game. And even this game was very funny because you know Saka didn't even start because they said he was ill. I thought they would have even sat him out throughout the game, you know. But Saka came in and he did his thing and he was able to, you know, him and the combination plays with, with um, Odegaard and stuff were able to create spaces and create more chances. It was a great game. I, I won't say it was a great game. It was a good entertaining game. They thoroughly deserved to win. Maybe not 4-1, but maybe not by that scoreline, but it was a good, it was a good result. Ramsey. Okay, so I don't know where you saw a balanced game before Arsenal scored the first goal. No, it wasn't balanced. Leeds was the better side. Up until the time Arsenal scored the first goal, they were careless. They didn't take their chances. And then, well, maybe that is why they are in the relegation zone. They had chances that could have earned them a goal to unsettle Arsenal and make Arsenal chase the game. But then, uh, from the first goal onward, that was it for them. So, And then if you look at that game, same thing we want to score Arsenal playing the first leg at Ellen Road. How you know a champion is uh, by winning, even when you are not playing well. We've seen the best of teams uh, do this from time to time. Arsenal didn't play well yesterday up until the first goal. And even after the first goal, 
there were patches where okay look at when Leeds scored Arsenal had about uh, five minutes spell that he felt like they, were, they felt so much like Manchester United without Castanero. They were so poor. They were so. Uh, you look at. You, you begin, you, I started asking myself, do, do you guys actually want to win the league? Is this how to play? And then when they concede, they always find a way to come back. But I just hope they don't do that against a team that is going to really punish them. Again, a team that is hungry, a team that has something to fight for. Like this Newcastle, uh, this Leeds United that. Uh, were a little hopeless. I really, I was disappointed in how they allowed us not to. Of course, as an Arsenal fan, I celebrated it, but they could have done more in that game yesterday for a team that needs to survive. Well, maybe that's the all mark of the game for Arsenal this season. So, uh, on the balance of play, I didn't like the fact that Saka came on at all. That guy deserved uh, three knee. What do you need him for? Why are you forming Guardiola? You don't have to bring him on. I wasn't expecting him to play. Give other guys the likes of Nelson and all, let them come into the game at that time. There was not, Leeds was never going to come back to that again. And then. But how do you reward the best player of the month? Start that again? I said you reward best player of the month. I mean, you tried mean, to. Uh, yeah. Well, well, managing him too is key. You know, when the likes of Rashford and uh, Alan were pulling out of national teams, he, was, he played the two games for England. Uh, look at his age. Yes, he's on, he's on form. He's playing fine, but you still need to manage him. He's Arsenal's best player by country man. You need to manage him. You need to manage his legs. So the fact that he's strong, he already gets injured, doesn't mean it cannot happen. If Saka should get injured and he's out for about three to four games now, Arsenal will panic, and that is the truth. Yeah, but uh, you, you see, Arteta, Arteta does like you've seen it in, even in the Europa League. He, he doesn't believe in in resting players. Like he he likes to keep them. So what um, do you do against? Sporting. What did Sorry? you do against Sporting? I was going to ask that question. No, so that is that is him being with. He doesn't. He doesn't mean bipolar now. I don't know. No, no, that. but he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't believe in just like getting players. I, I think there was even a, a press conference that he was asked this question about resting players, and it was like, "Well, the best players play three every three days." I mean, he, the example that I, he, well, I don't know. Zoom, I saw. I saw it. I like it. I, I, I like a line manager that pushes me, and I like to push uh, people that work with me too in my team. I like to push them. I like to let them know that you can do more. I. I I, I, I got it. I, I, got personally, it don't, I, I personally don't believe it in the whole. If your if a, if your player is the best player, then you should be rest. like the best players play. Like I'll, I'll give an even in this international break, uh, Mbappe played both games and he started both games. I think the the, the first one was against uh, the yeah, Netherlands. Let's, let's pretend like Saka is on Mbappe's level. Let's just that, let's pretend that, like that's not that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. Manage the legs of this player. He has played. How, how old is he? Twenty. He has played so many games. Come on, this guy needs rest. For me, I, I didn't expect him to come on. It's least United. This is not he Manchester did, he United. Did, he, didn't, he didn't come. He didn't come. He didn't come on to to like kill leads or like try and get a goal. He came on just for. Um, Ateta likes to keep players in 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 rhythm because if you if you see like after post games, all the all the subs do like a a, a warm down game anyways. So they're always gonna they're always gonna have this like you know rhythm of playing game. So for him, it's like you well you have to be in the rhythm of it. You can't just sit out another game, a full game, and then come in the uh, uh, you know a game afterwards and then say you want to play. That's just not how he operates. Every single time he makes the sub. coming in. Of course, he was instrumental to the fourth goal. He dragged about four or five players to himself for uh, Jaka to be free for that header. Beautiful goal, the best of the lot for me. And then uh, for the uh, well. 
the title running is here. It's getting tougher. It's getting uh, more difficult. And I want to believe that, okay, this is why I not signed the likes of Jorginho, Trossard, uh, GJ and uh, Zinchenko for them to bring in that winning mentality for them to bring in that experience into the squad this is why Arsenal uh, signed these kind of players because now is the time it's not about uh, your talent anymore it's not about how well you can play it's about how well you can manage games it's about uh, mentality it's about uh, that thing in you that you bring out when the game is even so right now it's not all about uh, how well you can pass how, how well you can shoot or how well you can run. No. It's how well you can read games and manage the temperament of your position. So right now, this is the title running out. It's a two-horse race. Yes, fine. The title contenders that from Manchester, the other side of Manchester, the uh, low-budget side of Manchester, they have shown again that they are not in the race and they are never going to be Low-budget? Finish fifth so that I can buy in this at lunch. Low-budget? I My team will buy your club. As, in, As a low budget, I, like, I don't get low budget. We can we can discuss this. All right, guys, basically that's it. Uh, Lisa, what happened to Man U this evening? Was it party? Now you make my baby again. I don't like this <laughs> question. Please, can she pass? It was. A party. It was... <laughs> Uh-huh. It was a bad day at the office, and the fact that you know Casemiro is hugely missed. I'm not even going to deny this. He's he's been hugely missed, like in our games, even that um, Fulham game that we won. I keep saying this thing. This fatigue is starting to tell on these players. But oh, Ramsey will argue. Russia will say, oh, this that. Like these guys have been playing five to six games, like every eleven days. Do you think that? fatigue or these guys will not get tired at some point yeah it is happening now we understand and like i said maybe it is even going to make sense if can actually like choose a particular competition and focus on it because these guys they are burnt out how can it be fatigued so, after just after this? Oh my break? god, you keep saying this international break, but these guys have been struggling with this thing. I told you since January, wait, 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 maybe you've not been seeing our game. A lot of them are even international, so I don't, I don't get how international. No, you will say, you will say like, most of them do not play. We say Rashford fake or tra- fake an injury and China to play. But even the same Rashford. What do you want to say? I wasn't. I wasn't going to say that Rashford faked an injury or anything like that. But I'm just saying it's it's been a it's been a break. How can you say like if you said this because I mean you guys now you're going to play I think Bradford Everton something like that. Like if you said this I don't know two weeks down the line you can say okay yeah this is something that is from fatigue. Not when players are just coming back from from two weeks. How many weeks international break? You make it sound like they were gone for like a month. They were not gone for a month. They were not. And you half know, of the you team even played half of the team even played international break anyway. So what's how so is that? What are we seeing exactly? How was this? This guy's tired. He's showing his performance. Okay, fine. All I right. Think, let I me think that let me even analyze. He's not. not the, let me even not analyze the, the, the game. So what did you say? Is Arsenal or City a day in three competitions? They are not. So like I said, they will not understand. <laughs> they will not understand, so they should see this one out of Um, eh? Man City, yeah. How many competitions? Man City is before Man City were in three, I were in four. Wait, 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 wait. You know, you know what's crazy about these three competitions? In the Premier League title race. 
No, no, no. I, I, look, you're not getting a point. The, the point because is City. City were not. City were not in the in the League Cup in the later stages of the League Cup. So City how many, had how many more how many more games is the League Cup and the FA Cup all together? I don't. Like, we're not, yeah, we're, we've been in the genius like, here right Liverpool now. No, 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 no. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm, I'm trying to wait, get, I'm wait, trying wait, to get wait, to wait. the, the crux of this. Even Man City showed signs of fatigue at the point this season. That's why. They did not, extent, but they were struggling. Yeah, that's why to an extent, Arsenal have this gap over them. At a point, City were also exhausted. And now. No, there was a point. It was there was like a point. You, the likes of there was a point. There was no Diaz, Stones, and all these guys, and they were playing Akonji non-stop. We we know this. So this mm-hmm. fatigue thing that you guys are making it look like is not an excuse. I don't get why you're not. No, be, no, because I, I, I know you. Are, no. I know you guys are Arsenal fans, and no, hold on, it's not. Just, it's not. It's just not. Just act like oh yeah. This, all right, listen, it's not let's about be that. Yeah, I'm trying to be realistic. Here. I'm trying to. Arsenal, let's get, wait, let's wait. get into the game. Arsenal rested Pate and Odegaard for one game and they were knocked out instantly. Exactly. So why are you acting like fatigue is not an issue? You rested your best players in a tournament and we were knocked out immediately. And you're saying it's not fatigue for United because you have beef for United. I don't know. No, Let's no, be objective no, when no, we analyze football sometimes. What? I don't okay. see objectivity sometimes in your analysis. I'm trying exactly. to say. That's what I'm There's no objectivity. That's what right. I'm trying to say. How can you say, can you say United's problem is not fatigue? Sorry, sorry. Breaking United. news. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. It's, it's ridiculous, breaking man. News. Sorry, breaking news. I'm going to tell you. Hey! Oh, wow. Are you serious? What are you saying? Yeah, Fabrizio. Wow. Just... Jesus. It. I'm serious. Hey, Chelsea fans will be so happy. I think oh, I, I wasn't expecting that, but with Nagus man, with Nagus man available, I think. I like I Chelsea. Think, no. I, I get where that I get where that decision came from. With Nagus man available, now everybody. But 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 wait, uh, how, how, what, what about the money? Won't FFP like come after? Well, the they've wasted so well, much they, money. Uh, they uh, they don't care about the money they are spending. Wait, 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 wait. They don't want to lose out on Nagel's man. Wait, I must. Yeah. So why give him a five-year contract if you're not even sure of this guy? Why? Was that no madness? <laughs> it's a question okay. I really want to answer. Before we talk, before we talk about FFP, there are two different you know things to consider with, with the FFP decision. Of course, there's the there's the UFO one, and then you have the EPL one. The UFO one, uh, Chelsea might be fine because there's a, there's a huge possibility they won't be in Europe. Uh, the EPL one. Um, they can always say, "Look, uh, for what four months thereabouts, we could not generate revenue. We could not sell uh, tickets. We could not sell jerseys because there was a there was a ban on on Chelsea, you know, activities till pending a sale. If you remember very well, by the UK government because of uh, the Russian invasion. So because of that." Chelsea have like an excuse of of making operation loss, so operating loss. Sorry, so I I believe they will be fine in terms of uh, FFP because of those reasons. They could also even use the the reason in in Europe. So I think they will be fine. Uh, definitely this summer they're going to be lots of sales. Uh, you know, Chelsea will probably sell maybe five six players and, and raise some money to you know clear the backlog. Uh, I believe the sacking is probably because someone like Nagelsmann is available now and, you know, if they don't move fast to get him, maybe Spurs will get him or maybe 
some other team will get injured. But they were slow to sack him. Everybody knows that. He's sacking. The handwriting has been on the wall since when they went like 10 games without winning or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they probably felt they they could wait to the end of the season and then get someone else in. But uh, I feel that was the last straw that broke the camel's back. I believe so. I believe so. And I believe availability of Nagios was the was the main factor really because perhaps they, they can see that probably Spurs might get him and Chelsea's probably obviously a better team than Spurs in terms of money in terms of prestige in terms of quality players mm-hmm. so they know one-on-one with Spurs trying to get Nagos it's a no-brainer Nagos will probably pick Chelsea so yeah well, well that's what I think anyway I'm, I mean I, I'm in the Chelsea boardroom so oh okay okay um so so um Ramsey, twelve coaches have been have we twelve coaches have been sacked in the Premier League this season. Twelve, that's sixty percent of <laughs> of the of the teams have sacked their coaches or you know, not sixty because Southampton have sacked two coaches or so already. So but you get the gist. Twelve coaches have been sacked already. Why so many sackings? That's because the threshold for patience is now tiny. Everybody, you look at your neighbor, you look, okay, so uh, look at clubs like Fulham, Brighton, Brentford. You see them doing so well. And then a club like Southampton, you like, we should be doing better than Brentford. We should be doing better than Fulham. So why are we here? It means that uh, at the managerial level, something is wrong. So that is why they will do that. And then don't also forget that Everybody thinks they can beat anybody. Every, these things in the releg- look at the relegation, relegation zone as we speak. All the nine teams from twelfth uh, down to twentieth, anyone could get relegated. Look at the points gap between them. So even this Chelsea, if they are careless, if they keep the like well they, they are going to change their manager right now and uh, my money is on it that they're going to get Nagel's man because that must be why they fired uh Potter because they would have uh persisted with Harry Potter till say end of the Harry Potter <laughs> well, to form magician today three at the back tomorrow four at the back he decided to play a very funny back uh three men at the back yesterday he had Badia yeah. Shield on the bench and he was playing mm-hmm. Cucurella as centre-back. Mm-hmm. And then, Rich that's, that's a magician kind of thing. You wanted to score goals and then you were bringing on... Come on, so I don't even understand. So looks like he's struggling. He's trying to get uh, the right mix, but Chelsea is too big a club. A club that won 19 trophies in 20 years. You don't come and start doing this with them. I desperately wanted them to keep Potter, partly because they've not played as that second leg, and then again, because I've seen what patience can do to a club. When you see a manager that has a pattern, a manager that has a vision, a manager that has shown you that there's something in there, like Michael Arteta of Arsenal. So if Arsenal had probably fired Arteta when the going was rough and tough, I don't know where Arsenal would be right now. So I was thinking maybe they would be patient with him, but well, they paid how much? And then I'm hearing that they may have to pay 15 million pounds for the yeah. guy to go i'm yeah. in the wrong profession i'm in the wrong yeah. profession like who gets paid to do that? not yeah. in nigeria rogers too got sacked today right rogers was sacked oh. earlier that was being overdue and that was patience overload if you ask me 
that was patience overload they were they were patient with him they gave him time and uh did they give him players how many players did he sign this season michael got left the club and it is danny and then they were using danny ward that one that doesn't even know you can argue that but if you look at the body language of brendan rogers look it looked a little bit like it was done a long time ago really like he was beating his time he knew he was going to go i i saw them yesterday i captained madison village people i don't know i captained madison because i thought that they were going to give the village people people to you. Uh, yeah they, well of course well I, i'll take that I'll, I'll take that i know you are paying you're a manchester united fan and we have to why would i be paying i captain rashford why would i be paying you captain rashford <laughs> so who's going to mm-hmm. in between i and if rashford can still get goals in the next game anything is possible Uh, after, after the show, I need to add you guys to my FPL league. After the show, yeah. I'm not checking him out, so I'm <laughs> going to stick with him because when the when the going was good, he was giving me points. Okay. Well, Rashford is my captain for uh, too many times this season, so and he's my favorite Manchester United player. But I don't mind if he's feeling pains right now, like my favorite Manchester United fan, Lisa. So it is what it is. All is fair in love and war. But for the managers that are getting sacked, some of them deserved. I didn't understand why Southampton fired as an old team. Because he was overachieving for them, and then yeah, Crystal Palace yeah. fine. That was yeah. awkward. They brought yeah. that was the old man. They wanted the old man to bring in Vieira, and now they are calling back the old man. I think that guy is going to come back when it's one zero five to still rescue them from relegation. Oh, I, I, I think, think Crystal Palace. <laughs> I think this is a bit. Austin's case is is is, uh, is peculiar because I think it's from the area of London, so it's like you know it's well, always someone like, they could rely on. Yeah. My regulation picks are still the same. Still Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth, and uh, whatever it is they are doing at Southampton, I don't understand. They should be preparing for life. Let's not forget that Crystal Palace also got a win, you know. new manager bounce. Yeah, yeah. No, well, but they, they, that was their second game. They didn't survive. They have was that second? Yeah, yeah, that it's still it's still a new manager. But recent, so it's still applied. Yeah, they have like they have like twenty something shots. That's his first game, and he won. So they are going to be fine. I think they should survive. But Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest, Southampton, see them next time. I'm even shocked, shocked where Nottingham Forest is right now. Like they are 14th, I be somewhere around that area. Or 13th, I think maybe 15th. Okay, West, West Ham's win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. West Ham's win. Which means they would have gone there a little bit. So they should be around 15, 16 now. All right. Um, let's. Okay, now let's let, let's um, leave. Now that we found out that Potter has been sacked, and it's I don't know, I don't know whether it's a sad day or the off the sad day, but he never was able to stick to a philosophy. He never w- commanded respect. He never won any game of note. He did better in the Champions League. You know, we keep on saying Ateta, we keep on saying Ten Hag, and these other guys. Even Klopp when he first came, but those guys won some of the marquee games some of the top games and probably picked up a trophy here and there so that even bought them time even for the Rodgers he picked up the FA Cup he went you know he didn't go to Champions League but he was always around the periphery of, periphery of it and they were overachieving so he had enough cachet in the bank of course they, he, they are 19th on the table now so I, 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 I know why they sacked him but Potter never never had that um, never had that goodwill with the board and probably with the fans as well 
So, um, Madrid, we saw that they won 6-0 today, which was just, it looked awkward. They've not won like that in a long time. Um, Benzema scoring a hat-trick and um, we also saw saw that um, um, Barcelona won 4-0. Um, Madrid, are they just facing the Champions League? Just the Champions League? 12 points behind Barcelona? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I think we had um, we had had a conversation about this like earlier, and that was um, well, that was at least what I, I think I said then. Um, but I, I think today today was a, was like um, it was a funny game for them because like I actually don't know where but the lead are in the table. I would imagine that they are not far. I, I should check that. Just give me a sec. I think they're fifteenth or fifteenth or sixteenth. Uh, on the table by delete. They're yeah, they're sixteenth. Yeah. Exactly. It's funny. I was um I, I, I was I was disappointed that I didn't watch the game because I wanted to. Aston was like targeting some some right back from there, some guy called uh, Fresneda. So I was like, oh shit, I should have watched that. But anyways, they're they're sixteenth, and um yeah, I think it was always it was always going to be like a, a, a an easy win for for Madrid. I watched the 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 highlights of it, like I mentioned at the top of the pod. And it was yeah, it was it was an easy game for them. They were running to them quite easily. Benzema had obviously got the the, the hat trick. Um, Vinicius as well played well. I don't know, man. It was just yeah, the quality the quality of them was a little bit different. Was a little bit um, yeah, better than than bad leads in the game. But just holistically, like looking at it for overall, um, yeah, I think Madrid is is have kind of. I would say thrown in the towel, but at least kind of put their eggs in the basket of the Champions League, and they would they would hope that you know the game against Chelsea. It's funny because now that we're talking about it, they, they'll be looking at this game against Chelsea. I, I don't know, thirty minutes ago they would have been looking at it preferably. Now they, they, uh, they'll be looking to see who goes there, and uh, I mean they'll be hoping at least that it's, it's not it's not that goes man because that that that's. Uh, that's a managerial proposition that would, you know, with, with the quality that Chelsea has, would make the that 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 tie a little bit tougher. But at the moment now, you you would imagine that that Madrid goes through and yeah, you know, try and try and um, go deep in the Champions League again and hopefully try and win it. Okay. Well, talking about segueing back to the Chelsea stuff, I just saw that Bruno uh, Salta will be the manager. Interim manager till the end of the season. Probably they're so chasing. I, I didn't get that. I just saw that um, Bruno Salters will be the interim manager for Chelsea till the end of the season. Okay. Who's that? So, I don't know. I will, I will read on that. Maybe not now because I'm just reading live this thing, live feeds right now. Is, is he already at, at Chelsea? I don't know. I don't know anything. I've never heard of him. Bruno Salta, he used to play for, I think, uh, Brighton, I think. I think he's already there. I think, okay, okay. Yeah, I okay. think it was, it was it was part of this. Of, um, okay. like it was part of Grand Potter's coaching staff. So, I, I'm so oh. glad I'm a bit surprised. He's a, he's a former... The, the former Brighton player that also was okay. part of the staff at Brighton for Grand Potter. Okay. All right, so thank you very much, um, Olashagun. Thank you very much, Lisa. Thank you very much, Ramsey. Um, Ay, what's up? What's happening in F1? Oh yeah, it was uh, 
um it was a very funny race <laughs> uh you know in australia um uh, from the from the get go from the first lap um sergeant collided with my own boy Leclerc and Leclerc crash, crashed out from the very first lap which was unbelievable um i think from the 55th lap there was another crash uh signs and uh, alonso so the second ferrari also crashed out um so quite chaotic so there was a sprint there was a sprint race for the last two laps and uh you know they allowed uh, max to win so in other words there were three red flag stoppages uh max you know took the took the uh so there were, there were there were three red flag stoppages so max took the took the uh, the the flag uh Hamilton's first podium this season he took second and then um Alonso was third with um Aston Martin so it was so it was Verstappen, Hamilton, and then Alonso. What, yeah. what Grand Prix was it this this time around? The, the Australian the Australian Grand Prix. Yeah. Okay, so so when I, I, as the European circuit started, no, that usually starts you know towards the the summer. So it, it's uh, Azerbaijan next, next oh. rather. Then we have. Uh, Miami, then we have Italy. So the first one is going to be Italy, the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix, and then we have the Monaco Grand Prix, the Spanish Grand Prix, then they go to Canada, then Austria, Austria and you know, the British, Hungarian, and so on and so forth. Oh. Well, let, let, let's wrap up with what's happening in, in the NBA. It's, it's almost like the same thing that we talked about last week. The same old players are you know, in terms of playing playoffs, um, right now Warriors are, are picking up a bit of steam. You know, entering into the playoffs, um, you know they've been a 500 team now, um, almost all through the season. But now they're about three or four games over 500. Celtics, uh, oh my Jesus, they wiped the floor with, <laughs> with the box. I'm sure you were thoroughly excited about it. It was a great night for them. Lakers are beginning to get their Ws. They won two of the last three games. You know, they've been, you know, they are beginning to pick it up. KD is back. He, he played his first uh, first home game for Suns. He had 18 points, shot poorly. But, he, you know, KD, KD with the Suns is a problem. Um, I don't know how, I don't know whether um, CP3 has enough legs for him to go through a maybe a gruesome playoff series from now till the end of the season. If it takes them seven games, six games and stuff like that, I really don't know. Um I think um something that is funny right now that is happening, Nikola Jovic is Jokic is back at number one in the Kia NBA MVP rankings. So AY. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I mean like I said, I think he's gonna win it, but uh, you know. You never know when it comes to these MVP votings and all that, but I think he's going to win it. Uh, for the 
other issues, uh, the Phoenix Suns, I think uh, if they, if they have an Achilles heel, I think it's going to be CP3, like you rightly pointed out. Uh, if he's fit, I think another Achilles heel they're going to have is KD. I don't, I just don't trust KD's fitness anymore. Yeah, he got injured in a warm up. Warm up, sorry. Exactly, exactly. So his his own fitness too is something to be worried about. Uh, yeah, because if he picks up an injury, then that's it. They're not, they're not, they're not gonna win. Uh, so they should be worried about that. Uh, for the for the Warriors, they I think they're, they're safe now. They, they, I think they'll be in the playoffs. Uh, they they are fifth, so and that means it's gonna be the Warriors versus Phoenix. So that's that's one to watch out for. That would be KD. Shout out uh, to Sacramento. Their yeah, first yeah, yeah. First players in 16 yeah. years, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be KD back to the Warriors in a playoff <laughs> game. You know, it's, yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm excited. I I think the Warriors... It happens today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think... I, I mean, if I, look, if I look at the table right now, I think this is going to finish, really. I don't... I, because the, the Phoenix Suns are not going to be third. They, they are they are five games behind Sacramento, so I don't think they're going to be third. They're probably going to be fourth. So the only way uh, this doesn't happen is if the Clippers and uh, Orleans maybe overtake the Golden State Warriors. That's the only way. And I think the Clippers versus the Suns is also going to be really exciting. Really exciting. Uh, New Orleans versus the Suns is going to be exciting too if, if Zion is fit. So, but I would prefer the Warriors against uh, against the Suns because that's that's just going to be wild. All right, thank you very much, Ay. Thank you very much, Lisa, um, Lisa Ramsey, um, Ay as well. Um, this is between the lines. We rec- we um, we drop every we drop a new episode every Monday by ten on or before ten a.m. Make sure you check us out on our pod- podcast platforms. Um, thank you very much and good night. Yeah, good night.